This is Dexter First Pentecostal Church Podcast. Dexter First Pentecostal Church is located at 1213 North One Mile Road in Dexter, Missouri. Our current service times are Sunday morning at 1030 and Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Today's message is entitled, Stand. It was preached on Sunday morning, October 4th, 2020, by Assistant Pastor Robert Payne. Our prayer is that it's a blessing to you. Amen, amen, amen. Over the past several months, the Lord has been dealing with my heart. You can sit. You've been standing long enough this morning. And all them old people that were out playing last night, I know them legs are tired. Probably need a little rest. I praise God. But over the past several months, the Lord has been dealing with my heart. You know, I see a lot of hurting people now more than ever. (laughs) And a lot of people think, how can this pandemic or how does this affect people? It affects more than you think it does. There are people losing jobs and there are people who are struggling financially. I mean, I see people hurting and are needing help. And I mean, Pastor, I feel like I, I can't do enough. Amen. I, I can't fulfill that that yearning in my heart and in my soul. I, I can't get of, uh, give enough of me to fulfill all that I see. Amen. I, I can't fix all the issues that this world has. Man, I wish I could. <laughs> I tell you. I wish that I can just move in a way that God, it just fixes everything. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> Amen. But I don't. And, I, you know, this, this country... Is in shambles. Amen. I, I've, I've limited myself to what I watch and still the news that I do hear. I mean, this country needs help in a bad way. I mean, if it's not the pandemic, it's the, the division. Not only between races that they say it's out there, but also between the churches and between church and state, there's there's so much separation. Amen. There are churches struggling. Yes, we're reaping and we're we're being blessed, but there are churches that cannot have church. There are people who are not able to assemble together. They're not able to come together in that corporate prayer and praise and worship, like Pastor was talking about. They're not able to do what we're doing today. Amen. And I feel like I can do nothing about it. Who am I, little old me, in this big old world? Our churches, our job, people are losing jobs. People are losing family members. People are losing their lives. And I feel like I am absolutely helpless. (laughs) Amen. You get where I'm going at this morning? Amen. We, we, we see everything that's going on, but we have nothing to offer to help. Has anybody been there? Has anybody ever felt helpless in your situation? As we watch our country fall due to this pandemic and to the social injustices and everything that's going on, we see our, our country being split apart and our churches struggling. Has anybody else feel this, this, this hurt and this pain for our country? 
There are young kids taking their lives because they fall to the pressure that this world has put on them. And there is nothing that I can do about it. And trust me, if I could grow and I could run to that young person, I could say, do not do this. I would do it in an instant. I would drop everything that I'm doing to save a life. But I feel so helpless. I feel like I can't do anything. Even though we prayed and we asked God to move and we asked God to heal, to me it just doesn't feel like it's working. Our world is still in shambles, but I still have to trust the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Have you ever been so heartbroken and so hurt that all you can do is pray? All you can do is fall upon your knees and pray that God can move. But I have prayed. I have hit my knees. I have cried out for the lost. I have cried out for the hurting. I have cried out for our president. I have cried out for our country. And yet, here we are. Lord, either you're not hearing my prayers, or it's just whatever. So, I've realized over the You know, God doesn't expect us to do it all. We can't. (laughs) You can't do it all. There's not enough that you can do to fix this problem. There's not a single man that can fix everything that's going on in this country. The president cannot fix this country. No one can fix it on their own. So the Lord has been speaking to me, and God is just wanting us to simply... Just stand. That's my title this morning. Simply stand. Just stand. In Ezekiel 22, 29 through 31, it says the people of the land have used oppression and exercised robbery and have vexed the poor and the needy. Yea, they have oppressed the strange wrongfully and I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in a gap before me for the land but I could not find one Therefore, I poured out my indignation upon them. I have consumed them with fire of my wrath. Their own way have I recompensed upon their heads, saith the Lord God. Stand. If there's ever a time in our country that the church needs to stand, it is now. If there's ever been a time in this in this world, this end time that we're living and our country is in shambles and people are taking their lives and losing jobs and there's sicknesses everywhere, all we have to do is stand and I still trust in the one God. I stand for truth. I stand for the kingdom. I stand for the healer because I believe that God is in control of everything. Lord, I love you, and I thank you for this opportunity. God, I ask that you just anoint, Lord, this word. 
God, let it go forth and touch the people of your congregation. Lord, move upon us and let us understand, God, your purpose and your plan. Lord, we don't understand why everything was going on. But, God, we need to be able to trust in you this morning. And, God, I just ask that you have your way in this place. God, move upon your people, God. Move upon my lips, Lord, this morning. Lord, fix this broken vessel. God, one more time for your glory so your word can go forth. Lord, we give you the praise and the honor in Jesus' name. Can we give him some praise? So I thought Pastor was going to take my words this, this morning when he come up after the first song. He talked about, you know, I can help myself, but I want to help you. And I was like, well, he's not going to preach it. But stand. In this verse of Scripture, there's several scriptures in the, in the Bible about standing. And I'll, I'll get to some of them. But right now, I'm going to speak on this. But standing in the gap. Obviously, the best way I can describe this is that between Missouri and Illinois, there's a bridge, right? Amen. <laughs> Without that bridge, it would be very hard to drive your car to Illinois. <laughs> so basically, it's a help. It's a way to get from one point to the other. Amen. Without it, it would be impossible to try to cross by yourself. Amen. You have to have something there to get you from point A to point B. Amen. God is looking for people that are willing to stand for their hurting brothers and sisters, for the ones that are struggling, for the people that you that you know that have lost jobs and that, that are that don't know what else to do. It is up to you and it is up to me to stand and allow them those people to get to know God. Amen. When someone is too weak to pray, God help me to see it. When someone is sick, God help me to see it. You may be the only one that gets them to their strength. You may be the only person that gets them to their healing. You may be the only person that allows them to get to where they need to go. God, use me. Lord, use me. Let me see Lord, through your eyes. Amen. Amen, because we do live in a hurting world. Amen, we live in a world that is just in dire need of help. When was the last time you sat down and you just prayed and you intercede for this country? Amen, God. Lord, I need you to move upon our country. Lord, I need you. God, if you got to use me as a bridge. God, if you have to use our church as a bridge. Lord, use us to be able to get to this people. Use us to be able to touch our land, God, and to heal us. Lord, use us. Amen. It's not what I can do for myself, but like Pastor said, I want to see you get a victory. I want to see you be healed. I want to see you get that job. I want to see you prosper. I want to see you filled with the Holy Ghost. I want to see you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I want to see you know the truth. 
Amen. In Acts chapter 3, verses 1 and 2, it says, Now when Peter and John went together into the temple of the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour, and that a certain, a certain man laying from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Amen. Very familiar verse of scripture. But let me shed some light on the beggar this morning. Amen. It's important that you understand which how this man lived. Amen. Whenever someone was born lame in this time, amen, it was believed by the people that either they have sinned or their parents have sinned. Amen. And it was their punishment that was handed down. Oh, my poor kids. Amen. I'm thank God we don't have to worry about that. Amen. But it allowed someone who was lame to accept their condition without expecting anything different. These people, this lame man, this is how he lived. This is how he was brought up. This is how he expected to be. And he never thought of anything different. This is just how it was. Not only would they never expect to be healed, they actually live their lives believing that they or their parents have sinned and caused them to be this way. Amen. So he lived his life thinking <laughs> that him and his parents had sinned to cause him to be lame. Amen. What an awful mindset that has to be. Amen. To be able to, to, to think of such a, a thing as that, that, that not only do I believe that that's the reason why I'm lame, but everybody that sees me thinks the same thing. Because in John 9, verses 1 and 2, it says, And Jesus passed by, and he saw a man which was blind from his birth, and his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents? Amen. That's crazy. I mean, I'm thankful for mercy, and I'm thankful that God still has compassion upon us today. Amen. This was a teaching at the time if someone was born lame, it's because their parents or they have sinned. This belief not only negatively impacted the person that was lame, but everybody that saw them, when the people saw him begging, they too believed that he had sinned because they accepted this. That his condition was his fault. There was no compassion. So what makes this scripture so amazing to me. Is that they stopped to look at him. Normally as a people in that day would just walk by him. Because they knew that either him or his parents have sinned. How difficult is it to have compassion for someone. Who put themselves in a situation. Think about it. How much compassion would you have for someone who won the lottery and lost it all gambling? Right? Not much. It would be hard for us to look over that. Well, you had a lot of money, and now you don't. Not much, especially when you are struggling to pay your own bills. This was most likely the attitude of the people that believe this man sins. Well, he's like that because either him and his parents sin. It's his fault. There was no compassion. In order to stand for the, in the gap for someone, you must be able to overlook their faults. 
You must be able to overlook their failures. You must be able to overlook their humanity, their flesh. You have to believe in your heart that this person deserves the grace of God and compassion, even though they cause themselves their condition. Can I tell you this morning, there are people that are hurting and that are dying lost because they feel like they have no way out. They feel like they caused their own demise. They feel like they they put themselves in these circumstances. But we as a church have got to stand. We as a church have got to say, oh, God, have mercy upon them and have some kind of compassion in your soul. In order to stand in the gap, we cannot stand and judge and condemn, but we must give grace and compassion just as Jesus did for us. Amen. I still remember the day that God filled me with the Holy Ghost. I still remember the day that I was baptized in the name of Jesus. I remember when I re- when all my sins were forgiven me. Amen. I remember when I went to the altar. My God didn't hold my, my problems against me. He didn't hold my alcoholic against me. Amen. But God delivered me. Why? Because there was compassion and there is mercy in His heart. Amen. We are no different from him. We are a reflection of Christ. And we must show grace and mercy and compassion in this world. Amen. We can stand here this morning and say it's the Democrats. It's the Republicans. It's our presidents. I don't care who it is. We must look over the issues. We must look past the faults and just pray for our country. God, move upon our country. God, I have. I feel sorry for these people, God. I know that you have a purpose and a plan. But God, I pray, Lord, that you unite this country. Lord, that you bring everything everybody together lord let us stand let us stand strong lord for your purpose hallelujah you must look beyond how they how they got there and act on what you know <laughs> amen cuz we all do this this is what happens we're human we quickly well what are they doing back here You know, we have to be careful how we look at people and how we judge them, amen, because I once was lost, amen, and I once was lost and didn't know which way to go, but I'm thankful for God this morning. What if Peter would have judged a man? What if Peter would have had the same mindset of the rest of the people? What if they would have never stopped? He would have never received this healing. One of my favorite parts of this story says, And Peter fastened his eyes upon him and said, Look on us. Look on us. This beggar was ashamed. This beggar thought he was worthless. The beggar probably thought that this is it. Nothing's ever going to change. Please give me some money. I don't even want to look you in the eyes. I am worthless. I'm useless. I just need some money to survive. We need to be able to stand for the gospel and look at someone and say, you're not worthless. There is no reason to be ashamed, but there is a God that I know that specializes in restoration. 
Jesus can turn your life around. He can heal you. If he did it for a wretch like me, he can do it for you. I stand for his word. I stand for his promises because I believe God can do it. Hallelujah. Can we praise him this morning? Hallelujah. Can we magnify the Lord in this place? We can be the one person that stands for someone that needs help. We can be the one person that stops that teenager from ending their lives. <laughs> you can be the one person that allows someone to be able to be healed. You can be the one person that allows someone to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost with eternity as their home. Amen. Because you stood in a gap. Because you decided to take a stand for somebody. <laughs> Acts 3, 6 and 7 says, Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none. I don't have any money to give you, man. But such as I have. Such as I have, I give thee. In the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and his ankle bones received strength. Amen. There is something about standing. But not only standing, we need to be reminded of who we are. We're just not some person walking along this world, neandering around, not knowing which way to go. But we have power. We have the Holy Ghost. Acts 1 and 8 says, but you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem, in Judea, and Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Amen. There is something inside of us. Amen. You got something inside of you that can save somebody's soul. You have a power inside of you that can save the sick. That you can heal the blind. You can heal the sick. Amen. And you can save their souls. Matthew 10 and 1 says, And, and when he had called unto the twelve disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out to heal all manner of sicknesses and all manner of diseases amen this coronavirus is nothing to God amen if we would truly stand as a church amen if we would truly stand as a church amen if you're hearing me this morning we can cast out this this disease amen it is not bigger than my God but I believe God can do it Peter didn't even give the beggar a chance to make up his mind. <laughs> he didn't even let the beggar discuss the situation. He said, just did it. Be healed in Jesus' name. Hey, man, we need to be able to stand in the gap for souls. We need to be able to stand for the, against the enemy. We need to be able to stand for this truth. We need to stand for his kingdom. We need to be unmovable in this. We need to be a rock, amen, for the God. We need to be something that stands strong for the Lord. Amen. Ephesians 6, 
10 through 11, New Living Translation says the final word, be strong in the Lord and know his mighty and his mighty power. Put on God's armor so you will be able to stand firm against the strategies of the devil. Let me tell you this morning, we have to stand, amen. When the enemy comes against the church, when the enemy comes against you, your family, amen, you have got to stand strong. Put on that armor, God, and stand. Ephesians 6, 13 through 14, therefore put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will be standing firm. Stand your crown, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. Let me tell you, when you have this, you have enough. When you have God, when you have the Holy Ghost, you can stand strong against the enemy. And when the enemy is done, you will still be standing firm. Amen. I believe that God is rising up a church to stand strong in this end time, to stand against everything that the enemy has. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. First Peter 5. Stay alert. Why, this is New Living Translation. Stay alert. Watch out for your enemy, the devil. He prowls like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him. Be strong in your faith. Remember that your family of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering you are. Amen. We must stand for each other. We must combine. We must unite as a church and stand against the enemy. I believe that the church is powerful. I believe that the church is strong. Amen. And this will not overtake the church. Amen. This will not take down the church. I believe that we will stand the test of time. 1 Corinthians 15 and 58. Therefore, my beloved brother, be ye steadfast, unmovable, Always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Oh, church, be unmovable for God. Let you, you need to be someone that God can say, Hey, TJ, I need you to do this. And you will go. Stand strong for the word of God. Stand strong for the truth. Because God needs us to be strong. Philippians 1 and 27, above all, you must live as citizens of heaven, conducting yourselves in a matter worthy of the good news about Christ. Then whether I come to see you again or only to hear about you, I will know that you are standing together with one spirit and one purpose. Amen. I believe in this day and time, this church needs to unite like never before. We need to stand strong, amen, for revival in one spirit and one purpose. Our purpose here is not just to have great music and not to hear good preaching or not to have good functions, but our purpose is one purpose, is to save the lost. Amen. We are here to save the lost. We are here to save those who are hurting. They heal the sick. Amen. This church we need to unite and stand strong for the Lord and have revival. 1 Corinthians 16 and 13. Be on guard. 
Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous and be strong. <laughs> Amen. God's done it for me already. I believe that there's nothing that my God cannot do. Why? Because he's already done it. He's already, he's already moved in my life. He's already saved my soul. He's forgiven me when I thought that I couldn't be forgiven. He's taken, he's delivered me from alcohol. Amen. When I never thought I could be delivered. He's gave me a family when I have no family. Let me tell you, I stand strong in the faith because I believe that God can do it again. Philippians 4 and 1. Therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved, and long for my joy and my crown. So stand fast in the Lord. Amen. I believe today that the Lord is wanting us to unite as a church. Amen. We gather together and we have great worship and great praise. And that's all wonderful. But if our purpose is not the same, if our mindset is not the same, amen, if we're not coming together to do whatever we can to heal our country, then what are we doing? If we're not coming together to bring in live new souls and to save the sick and the hurting, then what are we doing? Why are we here this morning? I pray for every backslider. I pray for every lost soul. God, let them come flooding through these doors. God, use me. Lord, I stand here for you. Lord, say go and I'll go. Lord, say do and I'll do. God, I, I trust you and I know, God, that you have a purpose and a plan and you want us to see revival and in the same time, let me save my family. God, give me the words to say, to save save my friends. Give me the words to say, to save everybody that I come in contact with. Amen. And I'm coming to a close. 2 Samuel 23, 11-12. This is an after him, Shama, the son of Agi, the Herite, and the Philistines were gathered together into a troop. There was a piece of ground full of lentils. Everyone say, my ground. And the people fled from the Philistines. But he stood in the midst of the ground and defended it. <laughs> and slew the Philistines. And the Lord wrought a great victory. Amen. We need to stand. I mean, in Dexter, this is our crowds. This is our city. We need to stand and we need to fight. Though people may be running away, some may not be able to stand strong, but there are some of you here that will stand and fight. Stand and fight for righteousness. Stand and fight for souls. Stand and fight for His kingdom. Stand and fight, God, so the sick and the heart can come running to you. This is my crown. 
and we must beat the enemy. The Bible says we are strong when we are together. Amen. Unity is great. I don't know about you, but I'm not letting the enemy take my piece of ground. At home, you have your own little piece of land. That's yours. You don't allow the enemy to come in. You don't allow the enemy to take over. But you stand in your house and you fight. Amen, amen. I don't know about you, but I want to stand for somebody today. I don't want to just stand for myself. But there are people out there that are hurting. There are people in here under the sound of my voice that are struggling. There are people in here that don't know what's going to happen next. They don't know where their job's going to line up. They don't know what's going to happen financially. There's people out here with sicknesses in here. here. Amen. I want you to know I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Pastor is here for you. Your brothers are here for you. Don't be afraid to tell me to pray for you because I will. If you have an issue, I want you to move. I mean, I didn't need that water. I want you to, I want you to come to me and say, Brother, will you pray for me? And I swear I will pray for you because your need is important to me as it is to God. I, I want you to receive your blessing. I want you to receive your healing. I want you to receive whatever it is that you need from God. Amen. These altars are open. <laughs> if you have a burden on your heart right now, if there's somebody you know that is hurting and struggling, oh, let us pray right now. Oh, let us stand in the gap. Let us move upon, God, move upon these people. Lord, I pray. Lord, I pray, God, that you move. Move upon your church. Move upon the people, God. Lord, let us stand strong in you, God. Let us stand strong in the faith. Let us stand strong in your word, God. Let us fight the enemy. Let us find a place to pray in Jesus' name.